stop learning and never stop learning. Lose. You only lose when you stop. Welcome to the Growth Velocity Podcast, where you learn from the world's greatest entrepreneurs, marketers, and change makers to help you get the success you are destined for faster. If you are looking for growth in your business and life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Howard Kingston. The Growth Velocity Podcast. What's up, everyone? Howard Kingston here, entrepreneur, marketer, and co-founder of Growth Velocity Academy. In this episode, I want to talk growth hacking and growth hacking strategies that you can use to grow your company. Now, why is growth hacking important? Well, whether you're that familiar with what this growth hacking thing is or not, you should know about it because it's one of the newest forms of marketing that is used by some of the world's fastest growing businesses. Think Uber, think Airbnb, think uh, Dropbox. These guys have all used it successfully to go from zero to becoming billion dollar businesses. And you should know about it too. Now, I'm very passionate about growth hacking because I've personally seen the impact. You know, some people talk about it being a buzzword and, you know, they hear about it, but I've experienced it, guys. I remember a few years ago, I was in London and I was part of a launch team for this product called I Am Player. And we were launching it. And within 18 months, we were able to launch that business and grow it to 20 million users within 18 months. 20 million. Like at one point we were growing by 80,000 users a day, most of them coming in for free, as in we weren't running any paid advertising campaigns during that. And that business eventually got acquired. And when we look at the way that we acquire customers there, it wasn't like the old school way of doing marketing. There wasn't any TV ads or print ads or, you know, even we didn't even do that much you know, kind of Facebook ads and stuff. A lot of it came from this new form of marketing called growth hacking. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. All right. And a misconception for this is, you know, a lot of people think that, oh, well, you know, uh, growth hacking is just like a buzzword. Guys, it's not like sure. Some people have misused it. But trust me, I've experienced it. It's really, really powerful. And you should know about it. So I want to talk about three big tips that you can use when you're thinking about doing growth hacking for your company, all right? Tip number one is build viral loops, right? Build viral loops. One of the most famous forms of growth hacking was done by a company called Dropbox a few years ago. And they were the one of the first, but they didn't invent it, but they were one of the first people that really made famous the idea of having something called a referral scheme, a referral scheme, which essentially is uh, if someone uses your product and they, you know, you kind of offer them some free stuff if they invite some of their friends in to use the product. Okay, so if you use Dropbox, they really famously, the, the, the head of marketing at the time was a guy called Sean Ellis, and he famous, fam- quite famously put in this referral scheme. So when people were running out of storage space when they were using Dropbox, that uh, p- something would pop up on the screen and it invited you to invite a friend 
into uh, if you invited a friend to Dropbox and they came and started signed up for the product, you got a few extra gigabytes of storage space. And this had massive impact on their growth. Now, I remember when we were launching our gaming business, I was telling you about at the start this game that went to 20 million users called I Am Player. We replicated that. We use a strategy which we, which you know, I, I call R and D, rob and duplicate. And I remember studying what they were doing at Dropbox, and we, I reverse engineered it, and we built it into our product. And it again had a huge impact. At the time, we were at about thirty-five thousand users, and we did a release of our product, which had in the update it had this referral scheme in it. So essentially, when in our game. At a certain point, it prompted you to invite some of your friends to the product. And we did incentivize them, incentivize people to, to uh, invite, invite their friends to the product. But it had a massive impact. We grew 10x in about 30 days. So we went from about 35,000 users to 350,000 users in a 30-day period. So guys, it works. So tip number one is build viral loops into your product. Tip number two is unleash blue ocean channels. Blue ocean channels. So what is a blue ocean channel, you might say? Well, blue ocean channels is a term that I take from the, there's a book called Blue Ocean Strategy by these two guys called Kim and Mauburn. And it's a great book on business strategy. And the high level idea of their book is that, you know, when you're thinking of your business strategy, well, there's two kinds of oceans. There's what's called red oceans. Red oceans is where it's very competitive. Everyone's competing on price and like tiny little features. Um, and you know, the reason it's a red red water is because there's blood in the water and like some companies are sinking and their boats are sinking and stuff like that. It's very competitive and cutthroat. You know, people are, are outbidding each other at, on price and like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Or you can find a blue ocean where there's no competition and you can sail into that ocean and just think about it if you're sailing into that ocean you've no competition and you know you cast out your fishing rod to try and catch some fish and you do find some fish in that blue ocean you've no competition right um and that's really the the high level idea of blue ocean strategy right um so examples of uh, kind of like blue ocean strategy in the real world, a red ocean would have been back in the day when there was a lot of, when there was a lot of video stores, for example, like Blockbuster and these different companies, they were all competing each other on locations and price and stuff. But then Netflix came along and they just had a completely different strategy, online subscription-based videos, and it was, there was no competition, right? And that was what's called a blue ocean strategy. Now, why am I talking about this when I'm talking about a growth hacking strategy, right? Because this is like more like business strategy stuff. I want to make this really practical. So a blue ocean channel is, see a channel that has not been overutilized yet, okay? So there, again, with blue ocean channels, there's red, chan red ocean channels and blue ocean channels, marketing channels. A red ocean marketing channel today would be like 
Facebook ads. Everyone's doing Facebook ads. It's so competitive. And if you look at all marketing channels, all marketing channels get get popular. Every single one. Look at it like banner ads when they came out initially. When the first ever banner ad came out, the click-through rate on the first ever banner ad was like 78% or something like that. Like everyone was clicking on the banner ad because it was like novel and it was cool. But guess what? Now the click-through rate on banner ads is 0.07%, right? So like, you know, the statistically you are very unlikely to click on a banner ad. Why? Because people have gotten used to them and gotten bored of them. They've become saturated. Okay, so the, the, the results from banner ads have just dropped down. And the same has happened for Facebook. It used to be so popular, and you, if you're good at Facebook ads, you could make so much money. Now it's become a lot more competitive, and the kind of profit and results you've gotten from, you can get from it has decreased. If you do it well, you can still get great results, but it still has become more competitive. Now, so these are now red oceans, all right? And there's lots of channels that are red oceans. But the, a blue ocean marketing channel is one that hasn't been saturated yet. So have a think of some of the new uh, channels that haven't been saturated yet. And these are popping up all the time, guys. And I'll just give you an example of how we use that in our gaming business, in I Am Player Gaming Business. After we got into about a million users, we released a new feature in the app as well, which was utilizing this new feature that Facebook had just released. At the time, it was something called Open Graph, okay? Um, Facebook's Open Graph. And I remember studying Open Graph when Mark Zuckerberg was announcing it. And I saw that S Spotify had used Open Graph very successfully when they were launching. If anyone remembers a few years ago when people were using Spotify and listening to Spotify, you could see what people were listening to because it would pop up on their Facebook feed, okay? Howard is listening to uh, Lady Gaga, for example, or something like that. I don't think I was, but let's just say I was. And, uh, you know, it would just get shared automatically onto people's Facebook feed. And that's what's called Open Graph. That was a new feature that Spotify and one or two other companies had early access to. And they were getting massive growth as a result because people weren't used to seeing this and they were clicking on it. All right. And there was already like hundreds of millions of people on Facebook at this point and they were clicking on it. So we studied that and we were one of the first people that introduced it into our product once Open Graph came out of closed beta. Okay. Closed beta. And we were able to get massive results from it as well. Again, we were started sharing things onto our walls and people started clicking on them. And we were able to grow from about kind of half a million, one million users up to about two million users really, really quickly, again, in about a 30 day period. Um, and that was the point where we were growing by 80,000 users a day. So blue ocean channels, there are constantly blue ocean channels opening up guys. The things that happened two years ago that worked two, two years ago or three years ago, probably have become red ocean channels now. So you need to be looking at what are the new things coming out? What are the new channels? Is TikTok one of them? Is Clubhouse one of them? Are there new features coming out on some of the bigger platforms that you could tie into? Okay, that's why growth hacking and digital marketing is so exciting. There's always new stuff, all right? So tip number two is look at some blue ocean channels. Tip number three is leverage tribal growth. 
okay, leverage tribal growth. Now, tribes of people is a really exciting thing to look at when you're trying to leverage growth hacking for your company, right? Now, online, people are hanging out more than ever. People are starting to hang out online uh, around shared interests. Now, what is a tribe, all right, tribal marketing? You might have heard of the term, but what is it? Well, Seth, God, Seth Godin, one of my favorite authors, calls a tribe a group of people that are, are linked together by a shared interest, okay? A group of people that are linked together by a shared interest. So, what's an example of that? So, say surfers are a tribe, okay? They have their own language, they wear the same kind of gear. Surfers are a tribe. Again, knitters, people that knit, are a tribe of people. They all love knitting and they probably, you know, have their own lingo and, you know, they all have their online communities that they hang out. And the reality is that most, that your company, your your customers also are, are like a tribe and they will have, they'll be hanging out in specific places on the internet. All right. And you need to find out what they are, what they are. So Airbnb really famously took advantage of this. And the founder of Airbnb, which were not doing that well at the time, the founder went out and started interviewing some of his customers. And he, one of the questions he started asking them was like, where are you currently kind of what websites do you currently visit a lot when you're thinking about planning your holidays? And his specific customer were people who uh, didn't want to stay in a hotel, but rather wanted to rent a house. Okay, that's, you know, they had, he had a very specific target customer. It wasn't your average kind of holiday maker. It was a specific type of holiday maker. They wanted to rent a house or a holiday home. And when he asked that question, like, where do you currently go to do that? And what kind of websites do you go when you're looking at these things? And everyone's kept on saying the same answer, Craigslist. And at the time he was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know Craigslist did did like holiday bookings. So we started looking at Craigslist and there you go. Yeah, there was actually a section on this website called Craigslist, which had a section for renting like holiday homes. And he was like, huh, interesting. So they did an experiment and Airbnb started doing this thing that started posting when someone uh, posted a property onto Airbnb and Airbnb had this competitive advantage that they had like beautiful photos on it, like the co-founder of Airbnb knew this was an opportunity because they had these beautiful photos taken by professional photographers. And as he went onto Craigslist, he could see that most of the photos were dingy, dark, scary, um, not exciting, almost like a horror movie, like Hostel, the movie, right? Uh, taken with an old Nokia 5110 photo. Like, that's not how you want to see the place that you're going to book. So he got really excited. And they started this strategy. So they, whenever someone posted a new property on Airbnb, he had a team member, someone in this team, would then go onto Craigslist and repost the the, the property from Airbnb onto Craigslist, okay? They would literally manually set up a post on Craigslist saying uh, holiday home for rent. And when people clicked on it, it was a beautiful photo. They were using the professional photos. When people clicked on it, guess what? For more information to book this property, click here. They clicked on it, brought them to Airbnb. And that way they were able to 
almost like siphon off customers from from Craigslist, where all the tribe were going, over to Airbnb, and they created a new kind of hub for that tribe to go to to uh, to book their properties. So make sense. So the third tip is leverage tribal growth. Okay, have a think about who is your tribe and where they're hanging out online, and is there some way you can attach your your product to that group okay so guys what we've just been talking about are three growth hacking strategies for your company for your SaaS company that you can use and leverage that i have used personally and i know and i've vetted that these things work and you can do it too so if you want to learn more about how i broke down the viral loops and the blue ocean channels i have a little pdf with a little bit more details on exactly how i build out and think about blue ocean channels and tribal growth channels okay and i can give it to you guys as free completely free of charge there's a link to it in the notes in this episode okay and i want you to take that on guys it's a completely step-by-step guide to implementing these kind of growth hacking strategies and I want to hear from you how you get on let me know uh, I'm so excited okay so guys thanks so much and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the growth velocity show